Welcome to the Arrest or Mimics podcast with your host Ben Talon. Hello and welcome to Arrest or Mimics. My name is Ben Talon. This is the Original Thinking and Creative Innovation podcast. Thanks for checking in, guys. How are you all doing? I hope you're all good. I hope you're feeling fresh, fired up, and creative. That's the message I try and put out every week. And the weather, the climate in the studio today is sports rage. <laughs> yes, the amount of times in my life I've lost my shit over sport, primarily football. We'll get into that in a bit with today's guest, Pricey, David Price from Arsenal. Um, but thank you, first of all, to my lovely sponsors, illustrationweb.com, my agency, Uh Brilliant illustration, animation, um, all things visual communication agency. They're great guys, great customer service, lovely team of people who care a great deal about the industry. Go and check out their portfolios. They've got a great news section. Um, They do a lot of important work in the industry to bring it all together. So go and have a look. Illustrationweb.com, founding sponsor, been there since day dot. Heartinternet.co.uk give me a digital tip every week. These guys provide search engine optimization, social media advice and tools, and hosting for websites. They are absolutely brilliant. They do a great deal of work to make it a little more digestible for you guys to build a strong social media presence, um, get the best possible ranking on Google coming up under all the right search terms, and they give us a little digital tip every week. So I wanted to reference today's guest, Pricey um, from Arsenal, who has built a hell of an impressive following through uh, his work for Arsenal Football Club. He's one of their official photographers, and he follows them about every game. He does all the training pitch, he does the press stuff, a really wide range of work. And the crux of of his following for me is not about having the sort of Arsenal channel, um, because he doesn't work under an official Arsenal banner. You know, he's he's under he's there, he's on Twitter. He's a PricyD101 if you want to go and follow him and have a look at this. But essentially, I think it's his engagement with the fans and the club that really makes for his impressive following. He's got the great images, but if he didn't have the love of the game and the way that he words his sort of tweets and his and and his passion you know after a defeat he's he won't hesitate to kind of have a go at the referee if he thinks there's a discrepancy there and the fans get right on board with it and it's a really nice inroad to the club as someone who works there officially for fans and there's a great relationship so i love that about pricey and i met him at an arsenal charity ball when i was working i still do work for the club i am working for the club as we speak actually on a series of animations but when I first started to work for the club, I was invited to one of the end-of-season charity balls where I ended up having a few beers and getting quite drunk with Pricey. And he's just a top, very unassuming guy. Um, very modest, very down-to-earth. And you, it just comes across the way the way he communicates on, on his uh, Twitter. So the lesson this week is about authenticity. And I really think uh, it's up to you to look inside and think what what's real for you, you know? How much of your personality do you put out there and how do you get that kind of authenticity with what you do? It doesn't have to be on this human kind of personable level. It could be a mystique for you. It could be the sort of David Bowie character creation, you know, creating a pseudonym and playing into that. I don't know, but I think it's worth thinking about what's authentic for you and your work and what you're trying to do. Something to chew on, courtesy of heartinternet.co.uk. Last but not least, as ever, by no means, printed.com. Uh, my personal printers and great supporters of this show. I'm doing two columns a week, sorry, two columns a month for them at the moment on freelance advice. So go and have a look at that on their website, uh, on the blog, if you get a chance. Some uh, good tips there, some little stories passed on. And I thought there's a, a lovely story uh, about today's guest. So Price is a football photographer at Arsenal Football Club. He didn't study which we'll get onto soon he's got a very organic route into the industry and i wanted to talk about that about that early passion and i used to collect these scrapbooks so i'm a big league united fan and i used to collect scrapbooks of every game in the season including like the pre-season local newspaper cutouts it was pathetic if you don't get football (laughs) but total geekery and total indulgence for any football fan who will connect with that and I used to remember picking up like Match Magazine and Shoot Magazine when I was a kid and putting the uh, the printed posters up on my wall Uh, I had my wall decorated I used to share an attic bedroom with my younger brother who's a Manchester United fan when we were kids so it was very much half and half split so there was this real competition going on at the time and a real sibling rivalry and I thought it was very uh, indicative of how football is so tribal and it's so ing- ingrained but I wanted to just raise the point that um, 
what that means to people and how a print can can crystallize that I actually got a request when I was doing the uh, illustrations for Arsenal's Match Day magazine from uh, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain uh, through the editor, and he wanted to get a print of um, of the work that I'd done. I'd, I'd done his portrait. The feature I was doing at the time was illustrating the players and telling the story of their childhood and their background. Um, so Alex got in touch with the editor and he wanted a print because it featured his dad, Mark Chamberlain, who was also a, 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 an England footballer too, very, very talented player himself. And uh, that was a beautiful moment for me to think that a player had seen this and liked it enough to ask for a print. And um, you know, I, I would get fans who uh, I remember fan winning the same print in the competition, and I got I got tagged on Twitter with a little girl holding up this beautiful print of Alex Oxlade Chamberlain with my work on, and, and the 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 beam on her face, the grin, the glow was just very very heartwarming. And you can't um, underestimate moments like that. So I just wanted to uh, just just to champion the value of having that kind of having the printed crystallising a moment of whatever it is that your passion is. It doesn't have to be football, it doesn't have to be sport, but having it held there in your hand is so important. So that is courtesy of thebrilliantprinted.com. I do have 90 different products, loads of different finishes, all the different fancy stuff you need to make your printing the best it can be. So thanks to those guys for their support of the show. So, Pricey. Like I said, I met him a little while back. I've worked with his images, painted my lettering over them, um, used them as reference for my illustrations, and he's just a lovely, lovely guy. But the reason I mainly wanted to talk to him for the show today is because he got in a very unconventional route into the industry. Didn't study, uh, he was working in, in jobs, just sort of labouring in, in, in other everyday positions of employment, um, but got into it through a sort of love of the game and hobby style. He's going to tell us that story about how his career came about and how he ended up going on to work for Arsenal and being so revered for his photography work. Um, we're going to talk about the balance of technical skills and instinct when capturing sports photography or, or capturing just that moment as a photographer. Uh, talk about the necessity of understanding the game and your subject matter and and, and being in, in the moment, you know, being able to respond instinctively like that. Uh, and he's also going to tell us about relationships with the players. You know, how do you work with people who are now very much the apex of celebrity in our world? Uh, and why their former goalkeeper, Jens Lehmann, now refuses to go in goal. So that's a great little story. So that's all coming up. So thank you very much to Pricey for taking the time to do this. Um, little shout out to the Association of Illustrators who continue to promote my show very well. So I continue to return the favour. Um, Long story short, illustrators, go and get membership with them. They're awesome. They support you in anything from pricing queries, uh, copyright claims, uh, licensing of your work. All very, very um, important issues, and they're, they're great people, so go and check them out at theay.com. Uh, hit us up on the Twitter with your thoughts, at Arrest All The Mix. I want to hear from football fans. I want to hear from Arsenal fans. I want to know what you think of Price's work, what it means to you, uh, and I just want to know what you think of his story, getting into the industry from an unconventional background, uh, who someone who hadn't studied as well. Um, so I will look forward to that. Thank you very much, guys. Cheers for tuning in. Spread the word. Get us a review on the old iTunes. Uh, and enjoy the show with Pricey from Arsenal. I go and meet him at the Emirates to talk about his career as a football photographer. What is your background? Are you, where, where are you from originally? So I'm from, from Woking. I still still live there. Uh, yeah. You know, I yeah, lived there all my life. Um, well, it's not that far from where my girlfriend's from. She's from Andover. Oh, right, yeah, no, it's just down. Just, the woods, so that's about an hour on a tra- and a train and a tube. Yeah. So I've been doing it, I've always, since I've been 18, I've worked in London, so don't really notice it anymore. Quite, no. quite enjoy the tube now, because uh, it's yeah. right, only time, I haven't, you know, the kids aren't jumping on me and stuff like that, so I can read the paper and listen to some music and stuff. So Yeah, yeah, it's a nice it's quite little... a peaceful part of the day. Yeah, I'm enjoying the commute at the minute, I'm just getting through books and... That's it, yeah, reading and stuff, yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. So what's, what's your background on in terms of... Well, just were you? How did I get to here? Sort of, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, even just, I, I always ask people really from young. I mean, I'm really, I'm always interested in people's backgrounds in terms of creativity. Like, did you? Well, yeah, were that's you a creative kid. Or? Well, that's no, that's the, that's the sort of that's the whole silly thing about it. Really, I was, I was more, I was more sport. I was obsessed with sport. So, me too. Football yeah. in the winter, cricket in the summer. Yeah, at school, I'd, I'd, I'd be in it. You know, I'd be, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I'd excelled at any sport, but I'd be in every team. I'd, Football, cricket, hockey, went running, cross country, the whole lot. Yeah. So, yeah, just just love sport, and then did, did all right. Did all right at school. Not really, not really, not really well. Not really creative at school. Uh, but then um, left school. Did went to college, where I didn't 
really academically I wasn't great. I, sort of, I think when at school where you're told what to do, I was fine. But as soon as you're sort of left to your own devices, I got a bit yeah. sort of, oh, I can not do that, I can not do that. <laughs> Me too, yeah. So I, so I did, I did PEA, I did an A-level PE, which, which I passed, but just about. And then I did, I did design and I did biology, just I thought it'd work with the PE. Mm. And I didn't pass those two. <laughs> so uh, from there, I basically ended up like, jobbing around on the building site worked in a bed shop uh, and then my dad sort of thought mm, this isn't really getting you anywhere and he knew a, he knew a guy who was a who was a rug, wrote, wrote, uh, rugby review rugby reviews and stuff rugby okay. reports and uh, he worked at an agency called Colour Sport so at about 18 I went went to work at Colour Sport in the library which was I didn't know what to expect at all um, so I literally walked in and it was it was just pretty much carnage just these uh, 35 mil transparencies everywhere and my job was to file them all away but as I and I and I hated it to start with but then as I was sitting there I was thinking I recognize that picture like from shoot magazine or uh, match and okay, I, some yeah. of the pictures I was thinking I've you know I had that poster on my wall like <clears throat> I used to like John Barnes a lot yeah I remember a picture of him and I was thinking I had that on my wall when I was a kid and yeah you know, like the, you know like Panini I always yeah. did Panini and stuff That's like cool. that so there was a bit of a there was a sort of oh right, there's a bit of an interest grew, and obviously I love sport, and it, they covered every sport. I, I, yeah. I don't I don't really know much about horse racing, but they covered it all, and you know you've got an interest, so it it sort of built built up through there. Met, met Stuart, who's my boss now, and uh, and then yeah, from there I was still really not really very career minded. I was still playing for Saturday football and Sunday league football. Yeah, and then uh, two thousand and one, I broke my leg quite badly, so I couldn't play football anymore. And, and then the guys at Colour Sport said, well, look, you know, you've, you've worked here. I've I'd been there like five years already. And they said, well, you might as well. You know, you know the sort of thing we're after from looking, looking at all the pictures, so you might as well go out and see if you can do it yourself. So it's literally like, it's really, literally yeah. like that, yeah. That's fantastic. So they just, you know, they gave me all the kit, <clears throat> gave me a um, few pointers, and, and basically just sent me on my way. I, you know, they, it wasn't like a guy was sitting next to me telling me how to do it. You, yeah. you sort of... you. You basically were, yeah, learning on the job, yeah. and that, you know, it's funny actually. I've, I've talked to a few people like this, and I often prefer those stories as opposed to the yeah. went to uni, got a job, and I remember I, would, I interviewed Doug Cheeseman, who's the art director at One Saturday. I comes. know, I know him. I used to play football five football yeah. with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's a good, a good, good, yeah. good guy. He was my first client actually. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, his first first client was One Saturday comes, and so I, I did a two part special when it was the. I forget what anniversary. I think it was the thirtieth anniversary when Saturday comes. But anyway, he he was a very similar story. He just pitched up at their offices because he knew someone yeah. there and would hang about and help him move boxes. <laughs> he's whatever. Still, he's still there now, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. yeah that's and he started to just, you know, he started to help him out doing page layout when it was old school, just cut and paste layout sheets yeah. and before Max were, were you even used. So just a very similar thing where he was just given the reins and just ran with it. Yeah, and, that's uh, it. That's it. Became it. his job. And then that, once I once my weekends became free. I got more involved in, uh, it's like when the Euro, when Euro 96 was on, I was in the office and they were, uh, guys like Stuart were sending their stuff into me and I was sending out all the papers. So you get, you know, I got a bit of a, bit of a taste of all different bits of the job and mm. it was really, you know, it, it helped because it, it was sport. It sort of got my attention. I was like, oh, this, you know, I could, you know, I could do this. So, you know, yeah. I could yeah. do this and not hate it for the rest of my life. So I thought, yeah. Yeah, give it, give it a crack. And then the, the Arsenal thing came about again bit by accident because Colour Sport had a deal with uh, Colour, uh, sorry Arsenal had a deal with Colour Sport so they basically were their photographers but then uh, Arsenal decided to bring it all in house like you know they got Andy in mm. and they got Stuart in and then yeah that it just grew and grew and then they, they needed another photographer so Stuart just gave me a call so you know again very you know very lucky all, yeah. all, all chance but you say lucky but I, I, I always <laughs> lean I, as someone who's in that world as a freelancer um, on the outside, it does often look lucky, but then you have to think: if you didn't have the personality, if you weren't good to work with, likable person, whatever, you know, if you didn't have the skills, there's no way they'd have given you that call. So yeah, I, well, I always think. Well, yeah, I mean, like I like to think Stuart thought, you know, he, he can probably mould me in the way he wants to, because I'm still still fairly new to going out and shooting matches. So, but but behind that, he knew I was, you know, he knew I was hard working and uh, yeah. you know, dedicated. So, yeah, I like to think that. Yeah, that's the reason he picked me. But <laughs> yeah. well, often it's just still known that he got along with you as well. You know, well, yeah, that's it. That kind of, of, yeah, I always preach that to people about not just staying in your bedroom and kind of sticking 
to the internet. You know, it's like in our world, you yeah, you have to be a bit more personable. You have to meet yeah. people and, and people know that you're all right to get to work with and all that side of it. Well, which... that's like you know when we deal with the when we deal with the players. I mean, it's obviously if you're a bit chatty and you can relax them, it's easier to get a picture out of them and then you know mm. hopefully they don't hate you so they don't when they when they see it's you taking their picture they're like, oh not him again but. Yeah. So it's, yeah, you know, it's all about yeah, building relationships, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. what's what's your what, what's your role then? I know I know you're obviously yeah. a photographer, but where, how far does that expand within the club? Well, it's it's grown quite a lot since when I started. I was just just worked at the home games. Um, you know, just uh, photographing the matches. We have certain commercial jobs we've got to do. Like um, they have packages they sell to uh, fans who want a, a bit more of an experience and meet a player or something like that. So bit of that but but my main role yeah is photographing matches and now it's evolved to photographing matches home and away every every Arsenal game we're, yeah, me and Stuart are both at the game and um, so we also send our pictures out through Getty Images which is which has evolved our job again to another mm. level so the pictures go out worldwide so it's not just we're shooting it and it's going to be in the Arsenal programme right, now we're shooting it and it's going out yeah. they're, they're syndicating it across the world so it could go wherever right. which obviously is adds another revenue to the club so yeah, no, it's, that's that's changed the job quite a bit. But before, even before that, when we do do the youth do the youth games, uh, ladies games, not not all of them, but we do. You know, we cover, so we've got mm. a broad coverage of them. Uh, yeah, academy, we we're involved up there doing do their team team groups every year. You know, hopefully the next Jack Wilshire sitting in one of those. So yeah, well, yeah. this is the thing. It's interesting actually. I did a little job with Carl and the guys at TV, not too long back. It's Quick animations of the of the young players and Alex Awobi was in. That. Yeah, that's and, it. Uh, yeah. It's kind of satisfying when you, when yeah, you start that, to see no, them. Cause no. Even just for me, who've just done this one job, it's nice to see that come to fruition. Yeah, definitely. And then and when you know, obviously, I knew Alex when he was like seventeen, eighteen, and he was and he was getting in and around the sort of reserve team as it was back then. And uh, and then he, th- you know, I thought, you know, I thought he looks familiar. And uh, so I looked back, and we did this in two thousand and three. We did a sign in with a where where the kids, like eight year old kids, sat down and signed a their first Arsenal contract. I looked back through and there, there he was sitting there as an really? eight-year-old. Eight yeah, and wow. I, remember, I remember it well because it was the same day that England won the Rugby World Cup. Oh, OK. So yeah. I was standing with all the dads at the academy and their, their boys are all out running around in the, in the cold and the rain and all the dads are inside watching England trying to win the Rugby World Cup. <laughs> all, the mum, all the mums are like, should we not go out? And what? No, no, it's like, it's like we'll yeah. just watch this. That's but, yeah, no, so, yeah, memorable day that. So that's fantastic. And you yeah. look back and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, there he is. You know, it's, yeah. it's nice to spot him. And where's it? Do you? Is there any way you can keep track of where your stuff's going out with Getty? I'm just, I'm just wondering if there's any really interesting, unexpected oh, verses you've seen it pop up in. No, not really. They send us, they send us a report, but it's literally a sheet of yeah. letters and numbers and yeah. So uh, not really, but it's all, you know, it's always nice to see them popping up. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it sounds silly, but. It's still, you still get a little buzz when you see one in a paper, which yeah. sounds silly because you think a newspapers are probably a little bit old school. But oh, no, it's, it's more, it's, it's more like the fact that you think, well, someone's actually sat down and selected that picture, and then he's thought, right, I'll put that in the paper. Whereas on online, they tend to just yeah put it up there as quick as they can, so it's not yeah not quite the same sort of thought process goes into it. But I love it. I, I think I don't, I don't know if it adds to it, but I had a paper round and that yeah, I used to sit in. I was in an old people's flats, so it was like I don't know ten floors, and I'd sit in the stairwells, especially on the Saturdays when I didn't have to go to school, and I would go through looking for the best kind of transfer murmurs and all the rumors yeah, pages yeah, and all yeah. that. And if we'd won, I kept these scrapbooks around like ninety seven, ninety eight when we were decent, at least. <laughs> yeah. And um, and I would you know actively select the best photograph or the best spread from yeah, yeah. From, from and then go and buy that. Oh, right. oh, so I didn't have to buy loads and take yeah. the gamble. But you'd just get one where sometimes you'd open it and it'd be this glorious double page shot and I'd be like, that's the one I'm buying. Yeah. And that that's nice actually now speaking to someone who's that that's it. Well, that's kinda... it. one of the like you say about about my when I was younger, well, one of the first things I remember is having to do a school a school project, I think it was, and uh, it was around the eighty six World Cup. So it was, like you say, it's cutting out pictures I liked and stuff like that and then and then you know, like whatever it was, 10, 15 years later, I was in colour sport and I was thinking, well, that, you know, that's one of the pictures I cut out. Yeah. So it's like, you know, this guy, this guy who I work with now was out there in Mexico taking that picture. It's like, yeah. it was a bit like, oh, right. You know, when you join the dots, it kind of makes it feel a bit more tangible. As yeah, well, it's it? sort of like, oh, right. You know, so you, even, even when you're sitting there and thinking, I don't really like this job, it's stuff was sinking in, you know, seeping into your head and you were like, oh, right, you know. yeah, right. Looking, yeah. Looking back now, as I'm older and more, more mature, I was like, you know, like you say, yeah, it all sort of links up. But yeah, very. I was I, I was very lucky, really, because I wasn't really. 
I wasn't really going anywhere. I was just, you know, going out with my mates, playing football, you know, just yeah. enjoying myself basically without really thinking of like, why am I going to be five years down the line? And it's just, you know, breaking my leg at the time was pretty terrible, mm. but but with the benefit of hindsight, absolutely changed my life yeah. massively. So yeah, well, there's a famous story that I think it was Noel Gallagher broke his foot working on the building site. Oh, that's when he wrote there you most, go, most, most definitely maybe. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't quite that creative. <laughs> Hey, I don't know. Sure, fans of your work could argue that. <laughs> Are you an Arsenal fan? Yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. I, I, w- I wouldn't say I was when I was a kid. I wasn't like a die-hard Arsenal fan. Being you know woking, kids support all the big teams like Liverpool, Man United. You know, I've used yeah. a joke about Man United. We'll race you back home, which is which is true. <laughs> but yeah, Arsenal I always always kept an eye on the results. And then once I got to colour sport and I had that link, it was it started to be. Arsenal, Arsenal, Arsenal. Yeah, everything they did, that's one of their biggest clients. So mm. it was just all about Arsenal. But Burkamp signing was massive. Oh, yeah. There's a bu- the buzz around the office, you could feel it. And then Wenger coming in, and everyone's like, who's this, who's this guy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't really, never, no one's ever really heard of him. So, yeah. Nah, def- definitely. And, and then once you work here, it just, it just, it just takes over your life a little yeah. bit. <laughs> it's tricky. It's tricky not to get, not to get a bit carried away. But, yeah. It's, it's, you know, do you still get wowed? I mean, do you do you still do you get more? I'm sure, you know, anyone who does anything for a, a length of time, obviously it becomes work for a lot of it. But are there moments where you're still a bit kind of, you know, I mean, in the on the job type of thing, you know, I don't know, cup finals. Yeah, like, oh, cup finals. Yeah, I like to think there's still a, yeah, oh, a glamorous side no, to it. No, definitely, definitely. Like, I mean, we went a long time about when I started. We had the I was, I was spoiled because I started in 2002. So that the end of that season, we won the FA Cup. So straight into an FA Cup final, mm. and I was a bit, um, I was a bit overall, yeah, you know, a bit like, wow, wow, what a time yeah, to start! In yeah, terms yeah, of the and then history. you got like Henri and the, invi- the next season was Invincibles. Yeah, so yeah. you know you're a bit like, well, you're a bit like spoiled because it's like, well, you know, this team's amazing, and then yeah. and then and then for being not so good for a little bit, but still, like, still, you know, still good, but not winning trophies, and then to go to Wembley in when was it 2014. And mm. that that was that was that that game felt huge. That felt huge. Yeah. For us because well, that was the whole one, wasn't it? The yeah, three, yeah. Two, two and that, down. that felt like a massive game. So yeah. And unfortunately, I had a had a really good on a personal level, a really good shoot as well. So I was absolutely you know, buzzing yeah. for days off of that. I so, can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah, because again, it was one of those where you, th- uh, I guess, the neutrals all felt it was going to be a bit of a walk in the park for Arsenal, and then two goals down in well, the, inside yeah. whatever it was, and then suddenly you've got that comeback buzz as well on oh, top of the cup final. You know? I did. I, I not. And it sounds silly to say it, but I did think they've scored too early here, but then they could have scored three. So I think that would have been the that would have yeah. been it. Yeah. But I, I thought. I always thought it. like because with Arsenal, you you know we're going to create chances, so it's just it was just a matter of getting one in and then seeing how yeah. this whole reacted to it, sort of thing, but. To go to extra time was a bit nerve wracking, and we had extra extra time in the semi final as well. So yeah, it was a bit like oh here we go again. But fortunately, we did it without the need without the need for penalties. So, <laughs> so what um, so in terms of personalities and the players you mentioned, we touched on it briefly. But um, what have you, I mean, I imagine there were a few big personalities. Yeah, in that time you've worked, I mean, you would have been just yeah. from a fan perspective. I, I think I'm, I'm thinking about you, Martin Keons and you, Jens Lehmanns. I mean, I, I, yeah. Are these characters, as I imagine, or is that just a is that just a naive fan perception? No, no. It's it's what's interesting is you actually, I actually with Martin and Jens. It's funny you should mention those two. I've I've got to know them better since they've stopped being players. Oh yeah. Um, and we've because Jens came back and he did his coaching badges, and it, it's quite funny with Jens because he come back every now and then out of the blue, and he'll just say to all the staff, "Right, we're having a football match." So you know, somehow I see I seem to get a call. So literally about a month ago, we had a football match at training ground, like Jens Lehmann. Who refuses to go in goal now? He, he's, he, he, sees, he sees himself as a sort of as a winger, as a winger, would you believe? And, uh, That's where my dear yeah. that comment. <laughs> but you see the competitive juices, like these guys, like Steve Bowl plays. These, these guys oh, yeah. are like you know fifty years old or whatever. I still want my and they're still battling balls. over like throw-ins in a in a little five-a-side game at the training ground. You know, it's it's really it's really interesting to see it. And 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 the end, the end, like to speak to him off the pitch is absolutely loveliest guy you'll ever meet, but. You, you just once he crosses that line, he was yeah. just an animal, though. Like, yeah. And and the, and the same with Martin. Like you speak to Martin, and he's he's really he, I really like Martin because he's really inquisitive. He wants to know about you and stuff like that, mm. and and what you're doing and what you're up to. But then on the pitch, he's just an absolute beast. You know, I'm sure he scared the life out of people. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Famously so. <laughs> but yeah, no, not really nice guy. But yeah. Have you met Ian Wright? 
Yeah, but Stuart, my boss knows him really well because because yeah. obviously Stuart was involved with the club a, a bit earlier than me, so like late nineties uh, more. Yeah. Whereas I joined a bit later, and uh, Stuart gets on really well with. Him. I don't I don't know him that well. I sort of you know give him yeah. a nod or a wink or sort of thing, but. You like, you like the story, and I don't know whether I should. I probably well, I'm going to tell it publicly <laughs> now. But I was not many people know this actually, but I was in one moment of madness. This is like the height of my criminal activity in my life. But I was banned from all UK Woolworth stores for stealing the Ian Wright Corinthian. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a that's a strange one. That is. It's an odd one, and I don't know what came over me. I was about I think I was 11, and I remember I used to have two weeks between pocket money so I'd get every other week I would get like three quid and then a paper round as well and I couldn't afford him until like you know this was a full two week stretch and, and we had this quite competitive des- thing desperate. going on at school and I just got desperate and I thought I can do this no it's a massive store no one's no, going to see and I got there was an under, undercover star detective and um, I've never felt so frightened <laughs> in my life man. My, I could barely stand up my legs went completely to jelly and, and I yeah, got yeah. the biggest bollocking rightly so of my life and I've never done anything like that since but uh, it just makes me chuckle thinking back that it was an Ian Wright Corinthian <laughs> figure, and I just had to have him at the, the, the head of my team. It's like, funny, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I decided that him and your bowl was going to be my strike oh, force. Oh, right. Yeah, well, that would have been interesting. It <laughs> would have been a good little duo, that. I couldn't really say I know him that well, but like, it's, like I say, Stuart gets on like a house on fire with him whenever they see each other, like big oh, yeah? hugs and stuff yeah. like that. So He's a character. Isn't he? Yeah, yeah I, I think with a lot of players, when they, when they leave... And you see them after they've been at Arsenal. They're 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 like, oh, how are you doing? Because you're a familiar face when they come back. So, yeah. you know, with Thierry, guys, I, I wouldn't say we chatted a lot when he was a player, but now he comes back now and he's like, hi, how are you doing? What are you up yeah. to? And, and he he had a bit of a he was coaching the youth team, so obviously travelled around with them a bit more there. So, yeah, you, know, you get to know him almost a bit as more of a human as, in, yeah. as opposed to a guy who's just you know an yeah. amazing athlete who you're trying to. Yeah. trying to photograph. Well, the thing is, they'll be constantly in the limelight. Then I guess once once it's into retirement, a lot of it is off camera. It's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. some it's a bit can more relaxed. A bit more, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's that's it. So what what sort of um, you said you started in two thousand and two. That's a really interesting span of time in respect of the role and just the use of imagery and oh, and video yeah. and everything that comes with it now in in, in a football club, in a modern day football club, especially Premier League. Well, it's changed. It's changed massively. When I when I first started, we were still shooting film. So that in itself was a, obviously had its own challenges. We had a had a, our own developing machine in the office. Did so you? That's cool. We used to run up at Highbury at half time and uh, st- you know stick your best two rolls of film on the machine, wow. so that when you came back at full time, they'd be hanging there waiting for you. Then you'd cut them all up, mark wow. them up, yeah. and scan them. That's interesting. Scan them to the send them to the, and then in those days you just send them to the website who were putting them on a like a gallery on a mm. match gallery after the after the match was finished. But now. But now with digital cameras, it's it's absolutely everything's it's changed so much because uh, you shoot you take a picture people and people want it straight away, which is which is really nice because they want they value what you're doing, but they they, they just want it immediately. So it's like well give yeah. me give me a chance, yeah. you know, I've got that picture, but hopefully I might get something else sort of thing. So yeah, but then you've got Arsenal's Twitter and Instagram are, are huge, and it's it's great for us because it's you're set you're, it's a great audience for your pictures, yeah. so people are seeing them. You know, you know, globally, you know, you can say that, uh, but it's changed. It's changed everything being digital. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You shoot, you shoot more because because it's easier to edit. So you just shoot more anyway. And uh, the cameras yeah. are better, faster. You know. Yeah. You like another example is um, Thierry on me scored a, when he played in his comeback game against Leeds. Actually, you oh, probably remember. I know you probably it. remember I've just it. been in the club shop before before yeah, I met you yeah. today, and I saw the framed version of it just just to burn it a little bit. Yeah, more. so <laughs> he scored the goal and he bent the ball into the corner where I was sitting. So I had a nice picture of, of him scoring the goal. So and uh, he went and celebrated in Stewart's corner. So I thought, well, I can't get any pictures of him celebrating. So I'll send this picture of him scoring. So I reckon I took it off the back of the camera, put it in my laptop, and I reckon it was it with Getty Images in their office. Within about well, within a minute of him of scoring it, and then they, and then they obviously their editors have a look at it and think if it's good enough or whatever, and then they send it out around the wow, world. And that, that fast. That was on the sun. That was in the sun. So it's you do get a bit of a buzz off that when you know you yeah. when you know you're trying to you know you've got a good picture and you're trying to get it out there and yeah. get people to see it. And obviously it's an amazing you know it's an amazing moment as yeah. well. So and I imagine the fans love that stuff because obviously it's going to be on social media pretty fast too. Yeah, that's it. That's days, it. Everything so. we when we send stuff to Getty, we at the same time we're sending it to our media guys. Yeah. So they get so they're getting everything. So they yeah you know, they'll pick and choose. They, there's about you know nowadays there's about six guys working a match. So they'll they'll choose what to 
put where like Instagram yeah. or Twitter or whatever yeah. or, on, or and they and they still do a gallery obviously yeah on the website and that so yeah it's such a machine these days isn't it we we talk on the way in here we talk to the to the herbal baths yeah <laughs> and and we were laughing about those infamous photos from the seventies where the players have got cigarettes and you know they're all in there. Hairy chests. I'm sure they've still got hairy chests, yeah. but they're a bit more. I think yeah. they're a bit more groomed these a days. A bit more groomed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we don't. We don't really. We haven't really got any pictures of the players in the baths for a while. Yeah. We should have to, <laughs> have to maybe set up a remote yeah. camera. Do it there. black yeah. and white. Yeah. Like, just, throw, just throw a load of fags in yeah. there. Like, they get those those candy cigarettes in there. <laughs> <laughs> but it is just yeah, it's remarkable no, it's just where the games arrived at today. Well, yeah, it's changed so. Even even in the time I've been here, it's changed so much. I mean, when I started at Highbury, there was probably. I don't know, I'm probably not going to be accurate here, but it's like maybe 100 members of staff, but now it's, like, you know, you're talking 600, the easy, you know, yeah. that's, that's, just, that's just down here, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's massive, it's a massive business, so. And that's another thing that's, that's good, it's good, well, it's good for us, what helps, helps us is that players, so, players are so keen on their social media now, so, you know, you, you'll often photograph a game and then you'll be like, oh, have you got any pictures of me today, or blah, 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 so, so mm. yeah, that, Anything, anything, getting your pictures out there, getting seen is it's good. Well, and, also, great. and also, then you've done, you, you know, you're helping him yeah. out. So hopefully, if you ever need to, he'll help you out. You well, know. there you go. The players are the front facing um, uh, end of the club, aren't they? Yeah, you know, that's that's, that's like you said. That's that's the the shot on the kids' bedroom wall. Yeah. Um, ultimately, that's what it comes down to with the fans. Is is just great action shots and the players, I suppose. Yeah. No, that's it. That's it. You know, we, and it, and and if we and if we can, you know, we can't do it all the time. But if you can show something. A bit sort of that people don't see, like behind the scenes or something like that. Then I think that yeah. I think that's what people want to see because mm. you know we're in a we're in a privileged position here where we're interacting with these guys, you know, regularly. So if we can show something that's not necessarily seen by everyone, that's always nice. As a fan of yeah. anything, it's always lovely. Um, I mean, I I had a conversation with the guy I mentioned earlier at WWE. It's not working anymore, but we never got it off the ground. But we had this idea that we might look at pitching a, a coffee table book of just. He said he just had. Thousands even of shots of just the wrestlers kind of warming up backstage, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, discuss you know sat on a, at a trolley somewhere in the back of the arena, whatever. All yeah. this stuff that no one's <clears> ever seen, and we were discussing doing a collaboration with my painted lettering with all that stuff. And I just really up for that project, and it never happened. But yeah. I, th- I think people absolutely love to get their teeth into stuff that's that's a little rarer. That's it. I mean, Emirates here, <clears throat> Stuart has a has a sort of window opportunity where he photographs the guys coming into the change room, but literally he has to be out of there straight away. It's yeah. like bang, 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 run out the door. Yeah, um, but yeah, on pre-season tours and things like that, where it's all a bit more relaxed, you can be a bit more sort of less yeah. subtle about going into gyms and things like that. Yeah, <clears throat> it's quite a funny story with the boss actually, with Stuart at the last game at Highbury. Stuart said to the like the press manager that it'd be great to get some shots of the guys in the change room at Highbury because it's that's going to be it and it's going to be gone mm-hmm. and uh, so he, he spoke to the boss the boss was like yeah no problem the boss being obviously Arsenal and, uh, and then so Stuart was in there and then we, it was still a big game so we still needed to win to get fourth spot Yeah. so Stuart's in there he, he said he'd been in there about 30 seconds and the boss went right is that enough Stuart out you count you get Stuart's <laughs> like uh, uh, well yeah I guess it's going to have to be yeah. brilliant yeah So his interpretation interpretation yeah. of enough that's fantastic yeah that's it that's it so <laughs> <laughs> what what do you think makes getting into the technical side of it a little bit? But what what do you think makes a good sports photographer? Is it? I always I always think it's going to be a balance between technical proficiency and uh, but but capturing that moment. That's just... well, yeah. It's, you know, it's a, I wouldn't claim to be one of the you know top photographer, but what the ones I look up to are the guys who you know if there's a goal or something, you know they'll, they'll you know they'll deliver, they'll get something on yeah. it. So yeah, basically complete mastery of the equipment and then having the anticipation yeah. to sort of. Reading the it, a lot of it is anticipation, and if you and if you do like I play a bit of football, you, you, I'm not saying that, I'm not saying you can predict what's going to happen, but you get a little bit of an well, understanding do, yeah, of what, what of what's going to happen, and uh, yeah, the, the, the top guys, you know, the camera's just an extension of of their you know of their body almost, and they're just instinctively they're, they're, they're moving with the game and the. Yeah, we'll. Yeah, that's what you aspire to. You know. The understanding of subject matter is is, is is crucial, I guess. Then in that respect, because I mean, it's funny if you say that. You mentioned the Henri goal. I remember sitting watching that with three Arsenal fan friends. It's the only Leeds fan there, and it. I closed my eyes when it happened because yeah. I, 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 it was, it was not only branded into my mind from that from how much that in, Invincibles team destroyed us when we were getting relegated. <laughs> no, he, did, also, he, did, he did like scoring against Leeds, did. didn't he? Yeah. But I'd seen <laughs> it because I'd seen so much Arsenal footage of Arsenal fan friends and just been such an admirer of that era and that team. 
I, the minute he cut in from that right yeah. side, I, I, it was almost head in hands because I, I yeah, thought yeah. our defenders are not handling this. Well, and like you say, you, <laughs> like you say, because you'd watched him play, and you know, I watched him play. You knew he'd open his body up, and he's going to bend yeah. it, bend it side footed yeah. around the goalie. Yeah, you know, probably like nearly everyone in the stadium knew he was going to do. But it's one thing to know it, and one thing to do yeah. it, and another thing to yeah to capture. Yeah, how does the goalie stop it? Because he put it right in the corner. Yeah. And then yeah, then yeah. So you do have a bit of a like with that situation. You're like yeah, he's gonna he's gonna do that now. Yeah. So you, you're there hoping to try and get the shot. So. Do you find it stressful in, in that respect? Are there other times when you're thinking I've got I've, you, when I've I not first, got anything? Yeah, when I first started, when I first started, I used to get I used to really beat myself up if I if I missed a goal or something like that. But Stuart was always Stuart's always been really good to me. Like no no, it's all right, don't worry and. And then, but now, but now you, you sort of, you sort of, it, it, you know, it goes with the territory. You're not going to get every, you're not going to get every goal. But yeah. obviously, you, you, I, I always think part of our job is documenting the history of the club. So we try yeah. it in, and in years going by, someone will say, "Oh, what about that goal against, you know, yeah. some random goal?" And you want to, you want to have a picture of it, but yeah, sometimes it's not always possible. But yeah, you, you do, you do get frustrated with the Giroud goal. I missed, the, I missed the Giroud goal, but I was, I was in, the, yeah, I was in the stands trying to do something different and it, it didn't really pay off so I was kicking myself for that one obviously because that was an you know, obviously amazing moment yeah. but yeah, but Stuart got, Stuart got like a picture of it so yeah. So as a club <laughs> we were covered but yeah you do you do kick yourself but you, Is there a level of, of, of uh, healthy competition? Yeah de- definitely definitely yes, there is. <laughs> I can just tell just having seen the two of you interacting yeah. on the way in I yeah. can imagine the, I can imagine that But that's it's grown because before he was it was more of the mentor whereas now Oh, yeah, we're not we're not we're not on an equal level, but now it's more yeah like like sort of banter. Yeah, like, you know, I, you've got this, I've got this, blah blah blah. I think it so, makes it yeah. fun as well. Oh yeah, no, yeah, definitely, you know. definitely a bit of a competitive edge there. That's but cool. he, Stuart's, Stuart's a properly top photographer, who you know, yeah, like something to aspire to be at that level. And and there's a few guys. Actually, the the deal with Getty is uh, sort of opened my eyes a lot to what other people are shooting and stuff like that. Because when we first did it, I was thinking, oh, I'm going to get a bit shown up here and. Maybe I'm not at these guys' level, but actually, you know, actually, you sort of surprise yourself, and then, it, and then in that, in turn, has given me a lot of confidence. So mm, that's good. Yeah, no, it's, it's been nice it's been good. It. It's been good, and 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 also chatting to all these other photographers. Yeah, you because know, before you didn't really see what everyone else was shooting, but now I can see what everyone else is shooting. And yeah, you think, oh, I'm, I'm on the right, I'm on the right tracks yeah. here, sort of, yeah, sort of thing. Because I was just comparing myself to Stuart, so I'm, you know, I'm always going to come off second best in that one because he's got, you know. Twenty years more experience than me. Yeah, but is is there a stylistic thing? Do you think? Yeah, in photography. I don't know. Yeah, oh, certainly in photography. But when you're shooting matches and stuff like that, it's not. I don't. Um. You know. Yeah. You can. You can break away from the norm and try and do something a bit different. But but generally, you're generally you're trying to achieve like a you know nice action shot. You know. You know maybe ideally with a two player from opposing team challenging with a ball in there or something like that. When and then when they score a goal, obviously when they try and get a nice. You want to get the goal and then try and get something sort of celebrating the goal, but then away from that, you can you can you, know, you can take time to try and yeah try and think of something a bit different or try and think of shooting it in a different way. Like I said, I was in the stand the other day and it, it didn't really work, but you know it's nice to try and do different things because yeah. especially working for Arsenal, you, you know you could you sit you know you work in the same stadium every other week, so yeah sitting in the same sort of spot, so you need to try. I, I well. We both think you need to move around a bit just to sort of keep it, things fresh yeah. and try. Just you know, if, if it doesn't work, it doesn't really matter. But, yeah. You know, it's nice to try something. And you know, if I had got something from there, I'd have been, you know, absolutely loving it. So. Yeah. Well, that's it. But then for everyone that you don't ca- capture, you're going to get. Yeah. No, you're going to get stuff down the line, aren't you? I guess so. Like you say, it's averages when it comes down to. Yeah, it, that's it. Yeah. I suppose. Do you ever get any kind of? Um, Opposition in respect of, let's say, players not being happy with a certain shot, or <laughs> how much control do they have in that respect? The players, no, yeah. they, no. You might get, oh, I can't try. I'm trying to think of it. You might get someone saying, "Oh, I, my, you know, my facial is all over the place," but they're, you know, they're, they're sportsmen, so they're sort of, yeah, you know, there's nothing. It's not, they know there's nothing I can do about that, and yeah, yeah, just yeah. as much as there's nothing they can do about that. Yeah. So, yeah, no, you might get someone saying, "Oh, look at the state of that picture," but, yeah, you know, but no one, no one's told me to turn around anything. and yeah. tell me to delete it or anything like that. No, <laughs> <laughs> let me sort my hair out. Yeah. It's a bit different. It's a bit different when we're doing like uh, commercial jobs, and you know, yeah, they want to look, they want to look smart. But then, but then you, but you want them to look smart as well. So you'd sort of say, "Oh, look, your shirt's a bit ruffled up there," or yeah, you know, you know, comb your hair down or something like that. But you know. No, nah, I've never, I've never had. No, nah, <laughs> to be fair, like 
all the guys I've dealt with in my time at Arsenal have, have been pretty easy to get on with. There's never yeah. been any real divas that I can there think There seems of. to be a real... Only just having worked with like Andy in the magazine and the guys at TV, there seems to be a really good feel around the place whenever I come in. It seems to be, you know... I don't know, it just, it just seems to be a positive yeah, we've, feeling we've, around We've never place. had any... Yeah, yeah, you know, I've never worked with him, but say like a Roy Keane, really sort of where you walked in the room and you're like, oh god, I don't. Yeah. He's in a bad mood today. This is gonna be a nightmare. I've never had anything like that. You know, there's there was guys like Martin Keane didn't really like having his photos taken, but then he would never be rude about it. He'd just be like, oh, you know, let's get on with it, sort of thing. That's it. Yeah, you just yeah. You know, so I've I've never had a situation where where I've made made to feel really uncomfortable. So I've been quite quite lucky in that respect. Yeah. But then, but then, like you say, nowadays the players, it's the players is they're so in media conscious and image conscious that you wouldn't really yeah if they weren't if they weren't really like doing stuff like that they'd probably try and get out of it anyway so before they got to that stage so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but you don't yeah they've all, they've all got some sort of profile on online yeah. and yeah well of course they have yeah yeah have you, do you ever come under fire from any opposition supporters <laughs> no it's fine I, I'm on Twitter and I I quite like you know it's nice to I think it's nice to post a couple of if I've got a nice picture I'll post it on there and it's nice to get you know so the fans to see it and to sort of show oh look you know this is one that we've done, you know I've done or whatever but Stuart has got a lot more followers than me and he does get a bit of, he does get a bit of verbals back from other people <laughs> which I think he quite enjoys it really but yeah it's, it's it, you know Twitter's a funny place isn't it oh God, yeah. I've just had it from a couple of, even just even just I mean it's not often that I uh, my stuff gets used in the social media but we did one job where. I did some stuff with uh, Carl, and the, the originals got auctioned, not auctioned off, I think of prizes for charity. Oh, thing. yeah, I think I remember that, yeah. And yeah. just one just that you, yeah. you always get, just, there's always one weirdo comes out of the woodwork, yeah, and like, yeah. I remember someone going, oh, my five-year-old could do that. And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, here we yeah, go, yeah, like, yeah. someone's getting on the naive style now. Well, that's it. It's a shame. <laughs> but I love that, to be honest. Yeah, well, I don't know, sometimes, I think it goes too far, doesn't it? Cause, of course. Because sometimes with Twitter could be really, it could be really good, because you've got, you know, it's hard to, it's hard for people to interact interact with the fan, the players now so it's a, it could be a good way of just opening that door a little bit for fans but then they sort of it sort of gets a bit you know if something's not look, doesn't look right or something yeah. they'll be like oh that looks rubbish or yeah. that's or it's you, too why much did you miss it? that open goal the other day and it's like and then they're going to back away from it so it's a bit yeah. like you know you need a bit of a balance really, you do but, absolutely yeah I couldn't agree more but um, no I, you know like I say Twitter and Instagram and social media has, has changed our jobs and profiles quite a bit so yeah. Yeah, I'd never, I'd never knock it, but sometimes you think, oh, oh there are certain really? like, <laughs> yeah. of, course, of course, yeah, it, just, it does become a free for all if you're not careful. Yeah. So in, in, I mean, I'm thinking now of people looking to get, you know, your story is quite in, inspiring in terms of you met the right people and and you were in the right place at the right time and, and worked hard to get where you've got. But do you think that world still exists? Do you think the opportunities would still be there for someone now yeah. who's looking to get into that? You know, definitely. It's. It's, it's, I wouldn't say it's probably harder now though because uh, now with the digital cameras the it's not like the outlay is not as severe you bite you know you get a camera you've yeah. got a lens and then obviously they're expensive but then once you've got that you're pretty much set so it's it's probably harder because there's a lot more people thinking oh I quite fancy a crack at that yeah but um, no you, you see a lot of young photographers at matches and I think um, if you approach like these agencies, I think a lot of them will say, "Oh, well, you go and you can go and shoot this game. Maybe you know, maybe not a Premier League game, but go and shoot this game. Yeah, we won't. <laughs> we basically won't pay you a wage, but if you get anything news, we'll give you a percentage of that. Which, yeah. which is obviously a bit exploitive, but yeah. but it's a way of getting your foot in the door, sort of thing. And then well, you, it is, and I think the thing is, everyone's got a, a local non-league club around the corner. Let's say it's a fiver for a ticket, or even just your local under-14s game." Go down yeah, there, you know, whatever, it, yeah. whatever it is, you can go down there and 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 just and learn your trade. Yeah, if it's if it's if it's shooting sport, I always say, yeah, go 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 along to a no, park football match because it's just it's people moving around and chasing yeah. the ball around. So it's you're getting the fundamentals. Uh, I was actually speaking to another guy, a young guy at Getty, who's he started as an editor, and and now they're sending him out to shoot matches. So a bit similar to what I did. Yeah, and so there's obviously that pathway through still, but. It's, it is competitive. There's lots of photographers at games yeah. now, so it's, it's it's tricky. Yeah. So yeah, but, but yeah, I guess it's, it's, I guess it's one a great thing, job. I know the landscape's changed, like you said, with digital and stuff now. But I think that the core values 
the hard work, the being likable, all those things have not changed. Therefore, I think if you, you still have to focus on those things, and it, it's just you know, I think that's, that's, yeah, that's going to stand you in good stead, whatever whatever you're getting into. That's it. I, t- I remember we had a guy on work experience when I was at Highbury, and so Stuart sort of said, "Well, you know, you you show him around for a week," and it, and I think it was like <clears throat> FA Youth Cup week, which is always which is always like late December, and it was played at this t- this one was played at Underhill, so it's freezing cold, and he and he. And the guy basically just thought, no, I don't really fancy this. He was freezing. He was freezing, sitting there trying to, you know, trying to get pictures of, of, of some eighteen-year-old footballers. And he just thought, no, this isn't, this isn't for me. But, you know, that's that's the job. That's that's the job. Yeah, so you've got, that's the thing. You know, yes. Yeah, you're sitting there in the rain. And yeah. I've had, you know, I've had snow. Yeah. You know, you just, you just get on with it. That, yeah. and, you know, you almost sort of, you, know, you don't enjoy getting rained on, but you almost like bring it on sort of thing you know what, what else well, are you going to throw can, at me what yeah, else yeah, can you do yeah, exactly yeah. so you either will or you embrace that's it. it that's it <laughs> <laughs> so um is there anywhere have you got a website where people can check out the, a, a collection of the stuff or is it just a case of I looking do, at the i've got a, like a flicker page but i don't, I don't really up, i don't really um i don't really add to it so much anymore um i guess just just through arsenal twitter and i've got a twitter account yeah so, yeah i'm on twitter really because um yeah if i get something good i try and post something from every game whether it even really yeah even if it's not that great, I'll stick something on there just as a reference of the game. Sort I'll of stick thing. your handle on the, yeah. on the show notes then. It's, yeah, uh, that'd be great. Yeah, what yeah. is it just for people listening? Oh, it's uh, PriceyD101. Cool. We'll check it's it not, out. Not very, uh, not very Arsenal-y. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, I, when I started it, I was, I was trying to... Yeah, it was just going to be for me and my mates, a bit of, bit of fun. But once people caught wind of what where I was and what my job was, it sort of got a bit... It got well. It got out of my control. So then you, and then it had to be. It had to. I had to. Be careful what I say nowadays. So. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> you never know who's watching. It's changed from what I wanted it to be to what it is now. But you know, I've, you know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't change it. Like when we go on tour, we go. We were on tour to like Singapore, and some guy in the street would be like, "Oh, that high pricey." He's like, "What? What? what really? Is this? Wow!" Like, and Stuart gets it. Stuart gets it much more than me. But it's it's like cra- it's crazy. Like you know, that's brilliant. <laughs> the, re- the, re- the reach of it is you don't you don't re- you don't appreciate the reach it has. It's, you know, it's no, you amazing. really don't. <laughs> Have you got a, a favourite shot? Difficult question. Uh, or, or... Yeah, I mean, I do, I have a couple of favourites. Uh, it is tricky because it obviously ch- changes from. But but I always my favourite shot at the moment is probably uh, Aaron Ramsey in the cup final. Yeah. Because it's you know, it's a nice picture, but also it, it it's you know it's the, the significance of the game. So. Yeah. Um, I've also got a nice shot of Henri at the Bernabeu when he scored that amazing sort of oh, solo wow. go. So, yeah. so you you want to get a nice picture, but you want it to mean something. So yeah. you know it doesn't. You know, no disrespect to well, I know Hull or whatever, but if you get a nice picture at Hull, you're just not. You know, you're still great. Got a nice yeah. picture, but it's not got the same. Those timeless moments. Yeah, it take something yeah, special, don't it, they? Yeah, so. yeah. No, it's the same thing. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, I think as a Leeds fan, if you'd said that about Leeds, I wouldn't have been offended. I would have been like, I didn't want to say Leeds. <laughs> <laughs> I know where we are yeah, now. All no. <laughs> fans would argue uh, they're above yeah. us at this point in time. I would contest it, but there you go. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a tricky one, isn't it? <laughs> oh, dear. Right, the last question I always ask everyone, and it's a bit of an on the spot question. It's called Shark in the Tank. And oh, I ask dear. people for a love and a hate. And I usually say just what anything you want is. I, I say loosely within the creative industries, but I guess since we're on such a specific topic today with sports photography I suppose something within your world would be nice what do I what do I love in my world love and it's a love and a hate I ask people for yeah and, and, and again hate's a strong word it's, it, can, it, can, it can be playfully negative it doesn't have to be any one thing but um, yeah it's a, it's a, I always like to put people on the spot with that oh, question yeah that is a bit uh, <laughs> what do I hate well I hate this is going to sound a bit bad. I hate working at White Hart Lane because it's just a horrible <laughs> it's a horrible place for a photographer to work you're in really tight tight pits and uh, the fans are literally right behind you so oh really I mean obviously I don't go there wearing an Arsenal jacket but they, they're literally I think that's probably the closest they are at yeah. Premier League ground so that's that's always a bit bit interesting because obviously I'm, you know, obviously I'm supporting Arsenal and you've got to sit um, and Stuart normally sits in front of the Arsenal fans so that means I'm sitting in front of the Tottenham fans. So I'm getting all the <laughs> I hate that bloke, I hate that bloke, and you're like, yeah. oh. it's like, oh come on, yeah, there's no, there's no one there, there's no one there to go. Actually, you know, he's, he's all right. Actually, <laughs> imagine <laughs> yeah. you turn around and try to contest Exa- it. Exactly, yeah. So I don't, I don't like going to Tottenham, but then that might change. They've got well, it won't, well, it won't change, will it? But they're gonna have a new ground, which should be, which should be nice to work out, I'm sure. But I still hate going there. But, uh, what do I love? Oh, I don't know. 
well, I've been looking round and looking round the office here and seeing the pictures of the cup final. That that I know it's a bit of a recent one, but being at being at being at big games like that, that's what that's what you're in the job for. To be yeah, at, that's be the at dream. big games at big stadiums, and um, yeah, hopefully the team the team wins and you can get a nice shot. And then and it, I, I tell you what I loved the most was the first ever parade I did for Arsenal. I oh, think yeah. it was um, it was 2004 when they'd been the Invincibles, and uh, I'd never done I'd never done anything like that before. I'd never been to a parade, so I didn't really know what to expect. And I, there was two, there were three buses. Um, Stuart was on the first one, and I was on the second one. And when they turned out of the stadium into Avenel Road, I, I couldn't. I think a lot of the players are the same. I couldn't believe how many people were there. It was, it was staggering. Like, inspiring and, and it was the same the whole way to the town hall. Wow. The amount of people, and and then you're like, that makes it. That yeah. makes it think like, whoa, this is this means something it to really all these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 was that was the. I suppose that was like one of the biggest impact moments. Yeah. Especially with I only I'd only been there a little about a year and a half, so. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was amazing. So. No, I'm, I'm very. I am very lucky. It's very lucky yeah. to go to all these games and. Yeah, you know, hopefully, hopefully we'll win some more trophies soon. But you know, you never know. It's tough now. Fingers crossed. It is. It's a tough league. Then again, I think it's more open than it has been in uh, for for some time. Yeah, no, it'd be it'd be interesting. It's 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 tricky, but yeah, we're capable of playing so well. Yeah, oh, on the, on the day, untouchable. Yeah, it's just you know those big games inconsistencies. Isn't that's it. it that's it. Just <laughs> a little dip, and then and then you you know you're struggling again. But then it only takes a run of a few games, and you could be right back up there. So absolutely, that's it. Yeah, it's tricky. Brilliant. Well, that's, I think that's about it. Well, thanks for your time. Oh, yeah, no, a pleasure. I enjoyed it. It's yeah, good stuff. No, I appreciate that. Cheers to Pricey for taking the time uh, to come and meet me. I got a little whirlwind tour of the Emirates, which was awesome. Took me in the changing rooms, uh, showed me pitch side and all that stuff. He's a top guy. And then we went and got uh, a little coffee and sat backstage and had the conversation. So I hope you enjoyed what he had to say. Um, sports photography was, like I said to him, it was something that I felt as a kid was one of the few tangible uh, careers in the arts. You know, it was one of the few things what you looked at and go, well, I could do that. I, I like, you know, I like the images of my posters. I could photograph footballers and, you know, it didn't work that way for me. It turned out I was an illustrator instead drawing them. But um, I think it's a lovely story of, of getting into it through passion and being very personable. And, uh, you know, it just shows that you don't necessarily have to study. I think there's a movement of people at the moment with uh, with the tuition fees being so expensive that feel that, you know, there are alternate routes and ways that you can learn without going to uni. So Price is a nice uh, person who validates that point of view. So I hope you enjoyed it. Get us your thoughts on the Twitter at Arrest All My Mix. A huge thank you to my sponsors, printed.com, heartinternet.co.uk and illustrationweb.com. Thanks to the AOI for the ongoing support, the Association of Illustrators, and thanks to my listeners. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the show. I hope that I got some new listeners today, actually. I hope that um, some football fans, some Arsenal fans have turned up through prices channels if so welcome um i don't know if you're into what i do what and you know the creative industries but i hope so and hope you'll come back so cheers thanks for listening anyway uh, guys and thanks for the ongoing support like i say get us a review on the itunes get us a, a you know get us your thoughts on the feedback on the twitter spread the word drop us a review in there if you get the chance i'll see you very soon we've got many more inspiring conversations coming up very soon we've got sandra deekman returning to the show we've got lucinda rogers we've got dixon baxi creative agency working with the premier league we've got so many cool stuff coming up so keep an eye on it and cheers for tuning in see you all later guys